about one month ago, I wrote an article, Dear GOP Candidates, Voters have sole responsibility to fix the country. Today I need to supplement the article with the bigger picture and provide more reasoning for my proclamation that all Americans need to decide the future of this country. I will start with liberal Democrats and finish with conservative Republicans. Liberal Democrats and why they will surprise most people. Let's go back 20 years in California. Liberals had it made in cities like San Francisco, Santa Monica, Marin County, West Hollywood, Burbank, Silicon Valley, and Santa Cruz. And outside California, liberal haven cities like Seattle, Portland, South Beach in Miami, St. Petersburg, Florida, New York City, Austin, Texas, Philadelphia, Newark, New Jersey, Denver, and Chicago, just to name a few, had carte blanche to do whatever they wanted to do. Now here's a disclaimer. Some of the liberal cities I just mentioned are not really liberal, but the mayors and city councils, the government officials in charge, pass liberal laws. Many of the people in these cities I just mentioned are not liberals. When you go back 20 years, it was not uncommon to hear liberals say, I'm a liberal and I support people's freedom to do whatever they want, just to paraphrase it. Liberals have their list of liberal causes. You know what they are. There's no need for me to list them here or repeat them here. Liberals were enjoying the good life. They paid big money to see plays on Broadway, spent thousands of dollars on lavish parties in the Hollywood Hills. They enjoyed happy hour on Thursdays in downtown San Diego. Uh, liberals shopped at high-end stores on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills. They took vacations to international cities like Paris, London, Bangkok, Sydney, Barcelona, Rome, and Tokyo, and dropped big money to see Beyonce and Celine Dion. Liberals had good to great jobs, earning $6,000, $10,000, $12,000, $20,000, or $30,000 per month in the private sector or in public sector jobs. For most liberals, there was very little chance of losing that great job and fabulous six-figure annual salaries. Even people working in the arts and entertainment industries were having fun and making lots of money. You could be a rapper and make $30,000 in one night, several nights per month, doing gigs and reward your entourage by throwing a big party with cases of Alizé with 50 Cent in the club music playing in the background. In the liberal world, you can do whatever you want. Be whoever you want to be. It was so good for liberals that you can be someone or something in the morning and by 2 p.m. that same day, you can be someone totally different. Then in 2020, something changed. Liberals began to discover that their lives and lifestyles no longer mattered to the same Democrat politicians they thought were their friends. Just imagine how a liberal Democrat might feel right now with these shutdowns, mask mandates, forced 
vaccination policies, threats of losing employment, loss of business revenue, and having friends commit suicide about all the things I just mentioned. This is the new Democrat Party America is seeing today. It's not the old Democrat Party that cared about workers receiving good wages and the workers uh, working in safe conditions. The first sign of the Democrat Party betraying Democrat voters was seeing predominantly Democrat cities with high percentages of black residents burnt to the ground by Antifa or Antifa. Everyone knows Black Lives Matter did not set these fires and destroy buildings and monuments in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Santa Monica, San Francisco, parts of New York City, Rochester, New York, Sacramento, Buffalo, New York, and other cities. Black Lives Matter members were in the front while Antifa or Antifa members were setting fires and destroying black small businesses in the rear. The signs the Democrat Party has abandoned Democrat voters are the following events. Forced school closures so kids can have classes on Zoom. Small business shutdowns. No live concerts. No watching movies and theaters. No attending live sporting events. Using fake PCR COVID testing to prevent professional athletes from playing. Forcing nurses and doctors to take mRNA shots or get fired. Forcing firefighters, law enforcement, and first responders to take mRNA shots. Forcing city, county, and state workers to take mRNA shots or get fired. Using private businesses as proxy communist overseers to check mRNA shot status. Putting city, county, and state worker pensions at risk with threats of termination if mRNA shots are rejected. The majority of the above people traditionally vote Democrat. I do not think these groups will continue to vote Democrat. Now, as of August 2021, you see cities like Santa Monica, San Francisco, New York beginning to fight back. I guess President Trump was not that bad for Democrats after all while he was our president. Let's talk about conservative Republicans and why current events are a shock to their systems. You see, historically, Republicans have believed in the tenets of the Declaration of Independence and the framework of our U.S. Constitution. Republicans put their trust in government officials to serve as they swore when they took their oaths of office. City, county, and mayor officials all swore to follow the U.S. Constitution. For years, Republicans went about their daily lives raising families and working at private sector jobs. Now, there are some Republicans who work in government and the public sector, too. But the majority of Republicans work in the small business economy as CPAs, restaurant owners, dentists, auto mechanics, hairstylists, insurance agents, and real estate agents, and so on and so on. Most Republicans have the mindset of leave me the hell alone and let me do my thing. Republicans believe people should find their own niche 
in America and let it work to their own benefit. Republicans have always believed in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America's capitalist system provided that freedom for people to graduate with just high school diplomas and perhaps go to cosmetology school and start a hairstylist business, you know, maybe making $700 a week. Even professional athletes like LeBron James, Tiger Woods, Megan Rapinoe, Tom Brady, Naomi Osaka, Venus and Serena Williams, and Dak Prescott's maybe went to high school and maybe graduated from college to earn millions of dollars per year. I don't know the political affiliation of every one of these athletes I just mentioned, but it shows that America is a great place for opportunity regardless of race, gender, place of birth, or education status. Republicans are not people who rush to protest things they dislike. Republicans make their voices heard in the voting booths. The majority of Republicans are pretty stoic you know, or emotionless when it comes to sharing their true feelings. Republicans would rather write books and make appearances on Fox News and Newsmax to express their dissatisfactions with issues of the day than march on interstate highways. Republicans are not confrontational people unless you violate their personal and property rights. Republicans feel justified in using their Second Amendment rights when necessary. As violent as it may seem for Republicans to shoot someone breaking into their homes or threatening their personal safety, Republicans will take action to protect themselves. But until loss of personal property or threat to personal safety, Republicans often feel helpless when people elected to office do not take their oaths of office seriously. Slowly, Republicans in cities like Florida, New York, California, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and others, after a big exhale and a stolen election, are getting their second win to fight for their God-given constitutional rights. The shock phase is over. Americans now see what's at stake. Americans also know that there are more freedom-loving Americans in the U.S. than there are people looking to replace freedom with communism. For many years, liberal Democrats and conservative Republicans running in state and national elections felt the pressures to make things right for their voting constituents. And 10 to 20 years ago, if your candidate did not win the election, your life was not much affected. You were sad for a few days that your Democrat or Republican candidate lost the election, but your life went on. You still had your job. You still took vacations. You still partied to 4 a.m. in the morning. You still went to church on Sundays. You still took vacations to Hawaii. Your 401k earnings were rising over time. Your kids played youth sports. You still had barbecue cookouts with your friends and family. You still got the promotions at your job. You were getting closer and closer to retiring with a great pension. Your renters, for real estate investors, were paying their rents on time. You went shopping at the mall without any threat 
of hurt, harm, or danger. You could walk the streets of Portland without getting accosted. Your favorite hair salon in San Francisco took care of your hair care needs. You were excited about getting that Tesla Model 3. Gas prices were reasonable, around $2.25 per gallon, not $6 a gallon like it is in some places in California, New York, and Hawaii. You occasionally caught the flu bug and no one cared. In fact, people hugged you and hope you got better real soon. You visited grandma at the nursing home when she only had a few days of her life in her. Your kids were learning about reading, writing, and arithmetic as they prepared to attend college or, or attend vocational school or serve in the military. You could actually help your kids with their math homework. You bragged about your family visiting you in California or New York City so you can show them how beautiful San Francisco or New York City is. Now, you would not invite your worst enemy to visit you in San Francisco or New York City. Your favorite local business was always busy, not fearing companies like Amazon would shut their doors. Your rent or mortgage was about 30% of your monthly salary and not now 80% of your monthly salary where you need two to three jobs to survive. Your country had laws that you could count on. If you suffered loss or were injured at the hands of someone breaking the law, you would get justice. If you achieved success in your life, you were not ridiculed because your race gave you some special privilege over others. Your kids were not psychologically manipulated to believe that their birth gender is not the gender they should be. You saw American athletes proud to represent America. Yes, all of the above items have changed a little or a lot because of Democrats. In closing, any future elections will not be about how hard a Republican candidate needs to work to earn your vote. The future direction of America is about what you want, Mr. American, Miss American. I seriously cannot see the majority of Americans wanting what we are seeing now in America. It's up to American voters to get behind Republican candidates who are against all the crap I just mentioned in this article and podcast episode. American voters should not look to Republican candidates to work 100 hours per week to reach people to get them to vote for them. Instead, American voters, both Republicans and like-minded Democrats, should tell their friends, family, and colleagues all about how to fix our country. Every American voter reading this article and listening to this podcast episode, the American voter who believes we cannot allow America to slip into communism, has the majority role to tell 10 to 15 people to vote for Republican candidates who will fix these problems. It's tough for people to make changes to their lives until things in their lives begin to change. American voters from all political parties no longer need Republican candidates to use persuasive tactics to get votes. Everything Americans need to know is now in plain sight. 
Please do your job, American voters. It's up to you now. Thanks for reading this article and listening to this podcast episode. My name is Rick Napier, founder, Real People USA.